0: This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie.
1: Everything set up and situated and ready to go over here. Somebody was not, uh, somebody did not come to work with a game face on today, but that's all right. We'll certainly figure it out here over the course of the next couple of hours on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in with us on the Ticket Radio Network. Of course, there are so many different places you can find us on your radio dial. But then also, we stream online at 953theticket.com. Of course, in addition to that, You can take us with you on the go. Download the TuneIn app. Search for KNEA. And you will be all set. If you would like to shout at us today, easy peasy, 870-930-3776 is the number to call. You can also reach out on social media, which is facebook.com slash the ticket radio. And also on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. You can use the hashtag WDRZ. Sorry, I'm shuffling through like a million different sheets of paper to be a little bit more prepared to talk about our question of the day today. We'll throw that out here in just a moment after we get through the rest of the intro. By the way, hashtag WDRZ on Twitter. I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio today by producer Alex Galbraith.
2: You know, it kind of feels like a Monday. It's already been so hectic. It's one of those things where it's like... Why am I so out of it? It's the second day of the week. I should be better, man. I'm not.
1: I genuinely I, I don't know where I am right <laughs> now. I mean I know I'm in studio, but I don't know. I there's like a thought process I'm supposed to have and I'm not not doing a very good job with it so far. But again, we've got we've got two hours, thankfully, to figure it out here as we as we go along. Uh let's go ahead and throw out some quick headlines and then we will get into that question of the day. Of course, coming up tonight, Arkansas State Baseball is going to wrap up their four-game homestand at Tomlinson Stadium, Kelfield, against Murray State. Uh, This is actually a a very frequently played series in these programs' history. They're going to be meeting for the 107th time. And this has been a series that has been friendly to A-State. It's the Red Wolves have won 10 out of the uh, last 11 bouts. So that game time at 6 o'clock on the ticket right here. Meanwhile, East State Athletics, of course, continues to prepare for Pack Day this Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium. It's highlighted by the Red Wolves' uh, spring game, and it's a full day of activities that are going to include food trucks, the Cornhole Classic, and the Hijinx Kid Zone. Of course, that Athletics gear sale, do want to remind you, starts at 10 a.m. there on the stadium concourse, and uh, again, the game is free. It is open to the public, and it is going to kick off at 2.15 p.m., Elsewhere, good news as Jordan Walker set a Cardinals rookie record with a hit in his 10th consecutive game to begin his career. But that was the end of the good news. It was not enough as the Cardinals lost to the Colorado Rockies by the final score of 7-4 to last night. The teams are going to continue their series tonight at 740 on ninety five nine The Wolf. In terms of what we have in store for you today, I don't know how much Voice of the Red Wolves Matt Stoltz is going to want to talk about Jordan Walker, but... I imagine he'll be down to talk a little A-State baseball and maybe some pack day and uh, spring football as well. And who knows what else we'll throw at him. But he's going to join us at his usual time here in the studio at 1.30. Again, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, coming your way today at 1.30. Today, I guess we might as well be a little spring game heavy. We got the list of food trucks. We got uh, different... Well, I got like a million different rosters printed out in front of me. I don't even know which one's accurate, but we'll go through that in a little bit. The reason I have all these papers out here is because I want to know what player you are most looking forward to seeing in action this Saturday at the spring game. I've got last year's roster, last year's depth chart, this year's roster. I don't have this year's depth chart yet, but I'm going to be putting that together before Saturday. So that uh, is our com question. When you look at who is actually going to be in action on Saturday for the Red Wolves, uh, you know, this team is mostly, mostly healthy, but of course, it's almost easier to start with, with guys that we're not going to see. We are, of course, not going to see quarterback James Blackman as he graduated. We're not going to see Kavon Bennett as he is preparing for the NFL draft. We're not going to see. Leading running back and an all-purpose guy, Johnny Lang Jr. We're not going to see uh, probably the best player on the team last year, Sadie Triori as he's transferred. A couple of receivers are gone as well into Valence Hunt and Champ Flemings. There is a shuffling on the offensive line. as of course, Jordan Rhodes has graduated. Ernesto Ramirez graduated. Ethan Miner transferred. Makai Butler is uh, he's been injured for the spring, so we're not going to see him, although he is back for this team. And, of course, uh, some of the other guys that are returning this year are going to be in different spots. On defense, John Mincy has moved on. T.W. Ayers has moved on. Leading tackler Jordan Carmouche has moved on, which all of those guys have either expired uh, their eligibility or, uh, in the case of T.W. Ayers, he decided to go ahead and not use his extra year of COVID eligibility and, and step away. We're going to have some different looking situations unfold on special teams as punter Ryan Hansen is gone. Kickoff specialist Tristan Matson is gone. Again, punt returner, kick returner Johnny Lane Jr. is gone. And, and another guy who handled a lot of those duties and Champ Flemings is gone as well. So basically what I'm trying to say is you can't answer any of those guys for who you want to see on Saturday course it's not just about the returning departing guys uh, there's going to be some really fun returners to keep an eye on Emmanuel Stevenson at tight end has been a guy who's gotten some rave reviews this camp Jeff Foreman has gotten some rave reviews uh, I continue to to just be fascinated on all the different assortments of, of offensive linemen that Butch Jones has put out there this spring and I'm really intrigued to see you know definitively on Saturday who finishes as the one and two offensive lines. Following spring camp, all kinds of new faces that we're going to see on that defensive line. They did get Tank Sujik back a couple of practices ago as he missed a little bit of time due to injury. But he's healthy. Ready to see the secondary in action. I've seen some big plays from Eddie Smith so far this spring. And of course, uh, ready to see Dominic Zavada do his thing. Because how can he not after the freshman season? That he had. By the way, very first answer today to the KavanaughCars.com question from Halrazer on Twitter. When asked what player he's most looking forward to seeing in action on Saturday, he says Zavada, saying, "Quote: I want to see an eighty-yard field goal kicked between goalposts that have been set on fire." End quote. I'm all about it as long as it's not windy. Sign me up. I'm down for that. It's been a little windy the past couple scrimmages, so I don't know how the whole go post that have been set on fire thing might actually play out, but if they can do it, you know, why not? In terms of other players to keep an eye out for, obviously a lot of transfers that Arkansas State went out and it added to this roster in the offseason, and in addition to that, a couple of uh, young guys, some high school seniors that were able to early enroll and have been with this team uh since January and of course have gone through all of spring camp and and have had a decent number of reps at this point in time so we'll try and go over some different things uh, positionally as we go along through here on the program we'll also have some audio coming up in this hour in fact we'll try and even dive into that in the next segment from head football coach Butch Jones he'll even talk about the format for Saturday Uh, so that is all of ahead spring game heavy today on the Workday Red Zone hey quickly before we go to break I do want to mention a programming note if it feels like maybe we're talking about everything like a day earlier a couple days early today on on the show we will not be with you on friday so we're not going to have some big grand spring game preview on friday taking the day off sorry i gotta go be lame i'm not even going to tell you what i'm going to do it's i'm really excited about it though it's just going to make me sound like a colossal nerd so uh, no show on friday Uh, but of course we'll be with you thursday we'll rejoin you on monday to recap the spring game So, again, apologies. But I think we'll have a good time between now and then. Hey, let's step aside, go ahead and take our first break of the day. We will have the Riot Fiber Hotline open during the break at 870-930-3776. We'll be back in just a few minutes after this here on the Workday Red Zone.
0: When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it.
3: All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie
0: on the Workday Red Zone.
3: Mosquito season is here. I'm Matt Stoltz, and let me tell you how Mosquito Joe is helping me take back my outdoors this spring and summer. Mosquito Joe's treatment kills mosquitoes on contact. It's effective for up to two weeks. It's pet and yard friendly, and the first spray is only $49.99. Call 870-340-2626. That's 870-340-2626. Or go to MosquitoJoe.com for more information. Make sure you can enjoy your yard and your outdoors this summer by calling Mosquito Joe. This is your outdoors and your yard, not the mosquitoes. Make outdoors fun again and don't be held captive in your own home. Call Mosquito Joe at 870-340-2626. Again, the first spray is $49.99, and at Mosquito Joe, satisfaction is guaranteed. Tune
4: in this Wednesday on the Ticket Radio Network for a fourth of seven high school games of the week as Nettleton takes on Riverside in softball. Pre-game coverage starts up at 420 with first pitch at 430. High school coverage on the EAB Sports Network is presented by First National Bank, NEA Baptist, Domino's Pizza, and Jonesboro Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. It's the Nettleton Raiders and the Riverside Rebels in high school softball action this Wednesday at 420 on the Ticket Radio Network. Twenty
5: reminds for forty bucks. Cattle Club directors come back to Paragol this week with a mega truckload meat sale with crazy liquidation prices on steak, chicken, seafood, and pork. Insane. Insane. Buy one get two free deals. Plus, we're giving away free freezers all week. And as always, 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Get on down to 2310 West Kings Highway in Paragould, outside the Quality Inn, where Wednesday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. you can get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. The first 50 people to the sale each day also get a free case of shrimp. Paragould, Arkansas. Don't miss out. Steaks, chicken, seafood, and pork at crazy liquidation prices. Insane. Insane. Buy one get two free deals. Free freezers and so much more. And as always, 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Get on down to 2310 West Kings Highway in Paragould, Arkansas, next to the Quality Inn, Wednesday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. each day. Free shrimp, free freezers, buy one, get you free deals, and as always, 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Cash, credit, and debit cards accepted. Save big and stock up huge this week only with Kettle Club Direct. Crazy, insane deals while supplies last.
6: Tax time is drive now time at Car Today because we just say yes. Yes to offering you a great selection of Carfax verified cars, trucks, and SUVs that you can buy now and pay later. Use part of your expected tax refund as a down payment and drive away today bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no, no problem. problem because at Car Today we know bad things happen to good people and all of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included, which is free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available and satisfaction guarantee. And with tax time at Car Today, you bring us your pay stub and we'll use part of your expected tax refund right now to get you into the car, truck or SUV you need. So stop by Car Today and see how you really can buy now and pay later. Plus when t- when people you refer by a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. It's tax time at Car Today, 3404 Stadium in Jonesboro, or neacartoday.com.
5: Just say yes
3: visiting with Chris Woodard of the Impact Club, a new collective for A-State Athletics. This is not just
2: SEC, Big Ten, Big 12. This is everyone. Guys, the Sunbelt is a legitimately good conference across the board, all sports. It's a legitimate conference with collectives. This was a necessity, and this was not an option, and it's not an option to just halfway do it.
7: It's the Second to None podcast, presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This is your warning. You're entering the workday
8: red zone.
4: I'm gonna find them off. A seven nation army couldn't
9: know me back.
1: They're gonna rip it off. Welcome back to the program. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a workday red zone. Where that weird noise you hear in the background is me trying not to break my microphone. Kara Richie and Alex Galvin with you here. Maybe by the end of today's show, I'll I'll have it together. That's mm, that Maybe he's doing a lot of work in that sentence. Uh, what do we got coming up this segment? We're going to continue talking spring game with you. What player are you most looking forward to seeing in action? At Saturday's A-State football spring game. Uh, we're going to get into uh, some baseball talk coming up in the second hour of the program. Both with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz at one thirty, And then also as we just look at some news and notes about uh, this Murray State-A-State matchup that's going to be coming your way tonight at 6 o'clock here on the ticket. But I want to mention this right now. Right now because I just saw it come across the scroll. And I'm afraid if I don't say it right now, I'll forget about it later. But tonight is a $2 Tuesday at the top. They've been doing this all season. and And they're actually about to get into... Well, a lot of $2 Tuesdays, because this team is going to be home uh, a lot for the remainder of the season, uh, at least in terms of the midweek. But uh, what that means is basically, so every Tuesday, it's $2 general admission tickets, but they also have a $2 um, concession item. And tonight, it's Taco Tuesday. $2 tacos and $2 tickets. I am a very large fan of Taco Tuesday. I mean, it's it's a wonderful thing. So I wanted to throw out that heads up uh, before we get any further into the a state conversation. I also want to uh, throw out a hat tip to a state athletics uh, yesterday. Of course, over the weekend, we we gave you plenty of reminders about the supply relief drive that Arkansas State Athletics was doing there at the Tom and yesterday they actually went and dropped off that trailer it wasn't just you know taking a truckload of stuff and and then leaving but several of the student athletes as well as coaches and administrators uh, went and accompanied that trailer and helped unload and spend time at the donation center and helped just provide a little bit of manpower organizing some of the supplies and then of course also filling orders that go out to folks uh, throughout the the community so great of of a state to do that great to see uh that athletics continues to want to work hard in this community i know there's so many different coaches there among the the a state head coaches that really push community service and uh glad glad to see those folks out and about so good stuff all around uh, KavanaughCars.com question again. What player are you most looking forward to seeing in action at Saturday's A-State football spring game? I love the fact that on on Twitter from Kat and Ron, uh, we got the answers of Jackson Daly and Jalen Rayner, respectively. And those answers came in uh, about a minute apart from each other. Of course, no surprise, no surprise at all that people would be very intrigued to see these quarterbacks uh, that are going to be vying for this starting job this fall. So, again, not surprised to see those names, but I just thought it was fascinating that, that two of the first answers were t- the different quarterbacks and they came in so closely together. But, of course, when you look at these guys, you know, we've seen just little glimpses of Jackson Daly. You know, particularly, I think the most we saw him in action last season was uh, when the Red Wolves were on the road in in Lafayette. And, of course, that was a game where A-State was just missing so many players. Uh, There were injuries on the offensive line. You know, James Blackman did not start that game. A.J. Mayer, I think, was hurt going into that game and got more hurt coming out of that game. So we saw more of Jackson Daly than we saw at any other point in time of the season. It was not great. Um, Again, A-State was without a lot of weapons that game, and it was a little bit of a struggle. But just everything about Daly looks and kind of sounds different than than it did last year when he was kind of pressed into a situation that a a little bit of a disadvantage uh, of a situation. Again, when you don't have your full offensive line there and healthy. Um, So this is a guy that just looks more comfortable and, and at ease and kind of just generally more in control of the offense than he did last season. Jalen Rayner, just all the potential in the world. Now he's still going to do freshman things. And I think we saw that just a tiny bit in in the scrimmage on Saturday. You know, we referred to, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. It's not that he went out there on Saturday and made a whole lot of freshman mistakes and, and um, put the offense kind of in harm's way or anything like that. He just was not able to make some of those explosive plays with his feet on Saturday that we saw in the scrimmage before. But plenty of reasons to be excited and look forward to seeing both of those guys. Want to get into some clips here from a state football coach butch jones because i have this habit of talking 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 and then it's time to play audio and we don't have time to play audio and i'm just uh still learning on the job ongoing as butch jones would say work in progress as coach jones would say (laughs) that's what i'm gonna tell everybody the progress is ongoing uh i'm sure he'll say those phrases at some point in time in these next few clips that we're going to share with you. But, of course, last night, uh, Coach Jones, Jeff Purinton, Ethan Hassler, Jacob Bayer all out at Live with the Red Wolves at uh, Las Pizza on Southwest Drive. And, of course, Jones talked a lot, not just about the upcoming spring game on Saturday, but kind of the entire spring. And he went back and, and outlined some of the priorities the Red Wolves had going into spring and how they've done in terms of working towards those priorities over the past couple of months.
9: Well, I think, first of all, you know, we had an agenda when this thing started back in in January and then into February in our off-season strength and conditioning program. And we, we needed to become a much tougher football team. And so much that goes into it, not just mentally, but physically and emotionally. And then we talked about really building our DNA as a football team. And there's really four components to building your DNA. That's toughness, which I just spoke about there's connection. What type of connectivity does your team have? The resiliency that's needed and then composure. And you can't have resiliency without composure. And that's something that, you know, we've started with our fourth and one program in January. We started right away. And uh, sometimes we would do them two days a week and uh, we'd split our team up into into 10 individuals in, in many like team settings. And They would share things and then break up into pairs and then come back and share what they learned about their partner. And I think all those things are are really, really important to being a connected football team. But make no mistake about it, we needed to be a much tougher football team. Uh, You have to promote toughness in everything that you do in your football program, whether it's in the weight room, whether it's in your fourth quarter program. If you look at kind of the storyline last year, we had eight games that went into the fourth quarter and uh, the margin of winning and losing is very, very small. A lot of it is competitive depth. Some of it is being lucky with the injury situation, but we really started at the core value of being a tougher football team and moved from there.
1: Continuing on here, was asked what the verdict is so far. Uh, in terms of how this team is progressing, have they exceeded expectations, met expectations, not met expectations? And I think this is maybe where he throws out a work in progress statement.
9: Um, you know, when you ask me where we're at, I'm not pleased where we're at, but I'm also really not disappointed where we're at either. If, if you said, okay, then what do you mean by that? Um, we continue to be work in progress. That's what we are. And uh, – We've had two full scrimmages. We pushed this team harder than we've ever pushed a team. Uh, On Saturday, we ran over 140 plays. Um, So again, we've pushed them. Um, Every practice has been challenging in and of itself from again promoting toughness, but also the small details. We did a segment today of what it takes to play winning football and we reviewed the scrimmage of just the consistency and performance that's required. And, you know, I asked every player, can you play winning football for three and a half hours? Can you play winning football for four quarters? And what does that look like? So, again, we continue to be work in progress, um, but I like where we're going. I like kind of the direction and mentality of this football team. Um, You know, we're looking for more leaders. Uh, You know, Justin Parks uh, unequivocally is the leader of our football team, and uh, he had an ankle injury last week, so we'll get him back full strength. He underwent surgery last week and he'll be back uh, once we get back in June he's going to stay up here in May and, and rehab his ankle and then he'll be ready to go but you know, then we had Malik Stryker out who's had an illness and so all of a sudden your two leaders of your football team are out and that could happen during the course of the year so who's going to step up, who's going to lead and moving forward so I think it's really been beneficial from a leadership standpoint as well.
1: Continuing here with some audio from A-State head football coach Butch Jones. Uh, He was asked last night, you know, Coach, who is the most improved of some of these returners that you've got uh, there for for A-State football? And he had several names to throw out as an answer.
9: You know, the great thing is we have a number of of players that we think have really, really improved. Uh, Keron Crawford's one of them at the defensive end position. You know, he's still kind of learning the nuances of playing football. You know, he's only been playing football for a few years, but you see where he's continued to improve. Jaques Cross is an individual in the running back position that has really stepped up. I think Jeff Foreman has had the best spring that he's had to date, uh, so that's been great to see. Um, you know, the young man that just walked in, Ethan Hassler, uh, he falls into a leadership category now, third year in the program, has been there, done that, seen it all, and you start to see him starting to play at a very high level. Uh, another great storyline, he's a walk-on linebacker out of Michigan. Char Willickis is another individual at the Mike Linebacker spot who's really stepped up and really played winning football for us. So it's really been good to see a lot of these individuals continue to grow and develop throughout the course of spring.
1: Just a couple more clips here to share with you from last night's Live at the Red Wolves. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but across radio, Whenever there is a college football team that has a quarterback battle, we are legally and contractually obligated to play you a clip every single day about quarterbacks. It's actually the only thing that is written in my employment contract with EAB. Like, that's it. It's my only guideline in terms of how to do my show. So uh, enough stalling there. Butch Jones talks about his quarterbacks.
9: Well, I think all individuals um, are – Bonded by a couple elements, I think first of all they're great people, they're high character individuals, and then they have great competitive character as well. And you look at, you know, Jackson Daly's a redshirt freshman, Jalen Rayner a true freshman that should be in high school right now, and both these individuals are getting better and better and better with the volume of reps throughout the course of spring. So we're excited about their their growth and development. And when you look at our situation where you have a redshirt freshman and a true freshman. Obviously, that's exciting for the future. But also, you know, I think as we continue to go, every rep that these individuals get are invaluable for their growth and development. Both are very dynamic leaders. Um, you know, both understand the concept of team. So, again, it's 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 been great to watch them grow and develop every single practice.
1: Now... Got to get ready for Pack Day, of course. That's coming up on Saturday. Now, A-State's going to practice a couple, three, four times between now and then, actually three practices before Pack Day and then close out the spring slate with Pack Day coming up on Saturday. But Jones isn't just trying to hype up just what his team is doing. He also talks about the full day's slate of events.
9: Well, very excited about it because we talk about, you know, making this a community event, you know, one of the – Strengths of Arkansas State University is this great community. So to be able to involve everyone and make a day of it And it's gonna be great for the families and you know, I've been assured that uh, we're gonna have great weather So no matter what the forecast is make sure you come out But you know so much that goes into it because it's also from a recruiting standpoint we'll have a number of high, pers- high perspective student-athletes making their second third trips to Jonesboro uh, it's another opportunity for an evaluation tool for us as coaches to really see what type of roles uh, you know, that our players are going to have for next year. So the, really the day is an all-encompassing day, and the fan support is greatly needed and looking forward to it as well.
1: One last clip here as we hear from the head coach of A-State football. And, of course, everybody wants to know how exactly is the day going to unfold because depending on, well, one, who's been the head coach, but then also how healthy a team has been, Over the past several years, we've seen everything from like a straight-up game uh, where you've got, uh, you know, the ones versus the ones. We've seen, you know, showcases. Um, A lot of times that's been due to injury and not being able to really have some good competitive depth to put on a game. We've seen coaches that treat it just solely as another practice and they're going to work on down-and-distance stuff, whether the fans want to see a game or not. So, Butch, what are we going to see Saturday?
9: Well, it'll be a game-like format and basically – How the the teams are divided up is it'll be our one offense and two defense versus the two offense and one defense. And then the older players on our team, they will, on Thursday, they will draft everybody in our organization. So they'll draft the coaches, they'll draft the support staff, the trainers, the equipment personnel, they'll do all that. So there's a lot of thinking that goes into it from a signal system, from a play calling standpoint and all that. So... Uh, special teams won't be live. But it'll be pretty much what we've done. We may even have some individual one-on-one matchups for the fans to see some O-line, D-line one-on-one, some wide receiver, defensive back one-on-ones as well.
1: Again, that was Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones uh, recapping, or excuse me, previewing what's ahead Saturday for Pack Day. Obviously, look, the the football is a highlighted day, but you know me and you know how much I've talked about food trucks lately so I thought I just in case just in case you're just as hyped up as a food truck part of it as I am I can go ahead and let you know that the food trucks and vendors that are going to be on site include Chick-fil-A, Lost Pizza Ray's Rump Shack Ingie's Food, Ohana Hawaiian Snow, Mrs. B- Mrs. B's excuse me Mrs. B's Grilled Cheese and Hot Dog Heroes I'm excited I'm going to eat a lot of things that are probably not necessarily good for me but <laughs> oh well what do you do uh that's going to be going on all day the hijinks Kids zone will be up and running at 9 a.m uh the the gear sale starts at 10 and again kickoff is at 2 15 i'm really excited um i'm excited to see you know again we, we heard butch talk about the draft I'm really excited to see how these teams split up uh you know ones and twos Because, especially with the offensive line, we've seen that kind of shift uh, since the beginning of the spring. And sometimes you wonder, all right, is this due to performance? Or are they just trying to work in as many guys to get repetition at different spots as possible? Just in case A-State has another situation like they've had the past couple of years. Where you've had significant injuries there on the O-line and you've had to do some really big shuffling. So, uh, super, super intrigued by that. I can tell you for everybody who's going to be looking for the QBs. uh, Look, Jackson Daly is QB1 right now. And Jalen Rayner is QB2. And we're going to see those guys square off. And I'm really, really looking forward to that because it's going to be the one offense versus the one defense. The two offense versus the two defense. And we'll get to see just some really good, really good matchups. So, uh, very much looking forward to that. Again, the KavanaughCars.com question. What player are you most looking forward to seeing in action at Saturday's A-State football spring game? Do want to give you a heads up that there is... Some official A-State men's basketball news as uh, the Red Wolves have officially announced the signing of Laquille Hardnett, the transfer from Buffalo. Uh, We'll go over more on that coming up later on in the second hour of the program. But again, that news is officially official if you want to read the press release on A-StateRedWolves.com. But hey, let's step aside. Uh, We need to take a break. We'll come back and uh, dive into some baseball talk right after this here on The Ticket
0: the only sports host around that has a dog named crash davis and when you speak of me speak well Kara Ritchie on the workday red zone
10: big gains for rice prices hello i'm scotty woodson on the eab ag network with your eab noon market report May corn at 651 and three quarters, down two and a quarter. With July corn at 627 and a half, down three. May soybeans at 1496 and three quarters, up nine and a half. With July soybeans at 1471 and a quarter, also up nine and a half. May wheat at 678 and a quarter, down a quarter. With July wheat at 689, down one and three quarters. May cotton at 8207, down 38. With July cotton at 8227, down 46. May rice at 1673, up 32 cents. July rice at 1674, up 21. Moving on to livestock now, April live cattle at 171.75, up 37.5, with June live cattle at 163.57.5, down 12.5. April feeder cattle at 295 cents, up 2.5, with May feeder cattle at 206.42.5, up 80. April lane hogs at 72.97.5, down 40, with May lane hogs at 81.95, down 90. That's your EAB New Market Report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC, field tested and farmer approved. When choosing a lender for your agricultural business, it's smart
2: to stay local. Farmers and Merchants Bank is rooted in Arkansas soil and has been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Our community ties and knowledge of East Arkansas's ag industry ensure we can offer the best solutions to help you grow. Specialized products, competitive rates, and fast local service. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business Is our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
10: There's no doubt about it, being informed is key in the business of agriculture. You need the best return on your investment, and we're here to help. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson with the EAB Ag Network. Each and every weekday, we'll keep you informed with the latest news that affects our region and market prices as well. Stay tuned for reports on this EAB Ag Network radio station several times each weekday. The EAB Ag Network, keeping local farmers and ranchers in the know. The Central Family of Dealerships invite you to come cheer on or be a volunteer at the Special Olympics of Arkansas Area 7 2023 Spring Games this Wednesday at the ASU Track and Field Complex off Marion Barry Loop in Jonesboro. Over 350 Special Olympics athletes ages 5 to 70 will be competing in many track and field events. Volunteers can register online at specialolympicsarkansas.org. Thank you to the Knights of Columbus for feeding the athletes and coaches. The Central Family of Dealerships, proud to support Special Olympics Arkansas.
6: Hey guys, if you want to feel better, than you have in a long time, you need to reach out to my friends at Elite Men's Health. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter, and people ask me all the time about my results with testosterone replacement therapy at Elite Men's Health. And I can tell you this, firsthand 100% testosterone replacement therapy works. So it's helped me feel better than I have in forever. So if you feel run down or tired all the time, you might have low testosterone. And if you feel like you have less strength than you used to, if you feel like you have less endurance, you might have low testosterone. And if you're struggling to lose belly weight or experiencing lower libido, you might have low testosterone, and that's where Elite Men's Health comes in. Go by for an evaluation, let Elite check your levels, and if your levels are low, let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So since I've been going to Elite, my total testosterone has increased 400%, and my free testosterone is up over 300%. So if you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health, 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro and EliteMensHealth.com.
3: There's nothing quite like seeing a baseball crushed over the fence when the Red Wolves are on the diamond. Crushing the hood of your car is a different story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back in the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair at 935- 9482.
10: What is destined to become the premier cornhole tournament in the state of Arkansas, is set for Saturday, April the 15th. The A-State Pack Day Cornhole Classic at Halsey Thrasher Harpole Tailgate City, right outside of Centennial Bank Stadium in Jonesboro, is approaching fast. The A-State Cornhole Classic will take place at 9 a.m. on April the 15th, with the Pack Day A-State Football Spring Game, presented by J-Town's Grill, kicking off at 2.15. Enjoy the high-chink skid zone in Tailgate City and food trucks in the parking lot. Also, you can buy jerseys, helmets, and other new and used apparel and items from all A-State sports during the huge A-State Gearson from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Centennial Bank Stadium. Get autographs from A-State football players on the field following the spring game and then hang around or come back later for Movie Night presented by Optimum at 5.30. The movie will be Puss in Boots, The Last Wish shown on the big screen inside Centennial Bank Stadium. The A-State Pack Day Cornhole Classic will start at 9 a.m. and the Pack Day A-State Spring Game presented by J-Town's Grill will kick off at 2.15. All at Centennial Bank Stadium in Jonesboro on Saturday, April the 15th. To sign up for the A-State Pack Day Cornhole Classic, go to
0: A-StateRedWolves.com and look for the Cornhole Classic logo turn it up and annoy your co-workers who wear the wrong colors back to the workday red Zone here's Kara Ritchie Welcome
1: back to the workday Red Zone. Hang it out. 930-3776 is the number to call. What player are you most looking forward to seeing in action? at Saturday's A-State football spring game. That's our KavanaughCars.com question. Phone lines are open at 930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. Brought to you by Ritter Communications. They bring you the right speed at the right price. And uh, they can do that right now. You can check availability for your area at Right Fiber Com. Again, 9303776. Uh, catch up on the Cardinals um, just a little bit. Last night was kind of, honestly, more the same. Um, as far as what we've seen from this team in its first 10 games, it was okay hitting. It was subpar pitching. And it was a really fun story about Jordan Walker. And that's, <laughs> that is Exactly what we've we've seen that in almost every game at this point in time. That's that's it. Those are the headlines uh, so far this season. So we'll start with the positive in last night's seven to four loss to the Colorado Rockies, and of course that is that is Jordan Walker. Um, he extended his career opening hitting streak to ten games, so that's the best ever to start a career in Cardinal history. And of course we talked yesterday about how Jordan Walker was in some really rare company. Uh, with with Ted Williams and with Eddie Murphy in terms of guys who have started their careers with a nine or more game hit streak uh, that were 20 years old or younger. Well, now Walker has actually surpassed Ted Williams. So, pretty cool. Eddie Murphy still holds the high watermark of a 12-game streak in 1912. <laughs> it's been 111 years since a 20-year-old has started his career As well as Jordan Walker has. Uh, Williams Murphy Walker. The only NL or AL players to reach 9 games or more since 1900. So like maybe somebody did it in 1886 or something. I don't know. I'm certainly not going to dig through baseball reference for that. Now, uh, Magnus Sierra also had a really good debut in 2017 for the Cardinals. Now he was a couple months older. Than Walker, but he had that Cardinals rookie record for players of any age, and again, uh, Walker is able to surpass that last night. One for four on the night. Uh, he's hitting 342 to start the season and start his career. Um, and again, he continues to just say all the right things and exhibit a ton of poise for a 20 year old uh, young man. In fact, last night in some of his comments, he said, "Quote: There have been some clutch situations where I haven't performed." But as of right now at the plate, I feel like as long as I keep putting the ball in play, things will work out. That's my mindset right now. It's just a small sample size. Pretty much just trying to keep putting the ball in play. And, or excuse me, is really my focus. He also talked a little bit about, you know, quote, As of right now, I can't really think about the record too much. A little frustrating day. I really haven't thought about it too much, to be honest. It's not like yesterday, you know, Steven Matz got, it's not like he served up a home run derby, which is something that has happened numerous times over the years in Colorado to numerous different teams. He gave up a lot of singles. In fact, of the nine hits, he allowed seven were singles. So it's not that he necessarily had one really nasty, ugly inning, but when you allow two runs in the third and two runs in the fourth and two runs in the sixth, That adds up. And so once again, a Cardinal starter failed to record a quality start. He almost got there in terms of outs as he pitched for five and two-thirds. But hits, earned runs, walks, not great numbers. So Steven Matz now has an ERA of 8.18. We talk so much about the starters that... You know, I've been I, I've neglected to mention what this is doing to the bullpen. Now there's so there's 152 games left, so clearly this can, this can take a significant, uh, this can this can be significantly improved, and maybe it doesn't come back to bite you at the end. But it's always a concern where in the early parts of a season, when your bullpen has to do just so much heavy lifting, how that's going to affect you on the back end. Now I get that a lot of guys are kind of easing into the season, anyways. So it's not like there is just this massive amount of quality starts across baseball, but man, the Cardinals need Miles Michaelis to pitch better tonight. That is certainly uh, for sure. Before we move on to that, though, uh, Ollie Marmol's got called out a significant amount last night on social media. Of course, if you flash back to the week before. Marmol and Tyler O'Neill got into a little bit of a public tiff because Marmol called out O'Neill for not hustling, not performing up to the team standards, this, that, and the other, and they went back and forth. That I, I guess they they've made up, but last night there was a play at the plate. That absolutely, definitely should have been challenged by Marmol. Where the Rockies scored a run. And he didn't challenge in time. It was in the 7th inning. And if you were probably just watching that play unfold in, in real time. It probably looked like contra- like the throw was a little bit late. And, and maybe uh, the, the tag wasn't made or, or whatever else. But... You know, you go back and watch the replay, which by the way, they didn't even air on Valley Sports. I saw, I saw people tweeting this from the Rockies broadcast. But if you go back and watch that again, it was, it was clear. It was clear that Contreras made the tag, that the rudder was out, and that it should have been challenged. And it, should, and it would have been overturned because he was out. Marble had an explanation after the game saying, quote, they said we ran out of time. I felt like we did it right at the time expiring, but obviously they've got the final call on that. I'll read a tweet responding to that from Kyle Reese on social media saying, quote, if our if Ollie Marmol would have hustled, then this play would have been reviewed, end quote. Not a good move, Molly. But it is what it is. Again, just one... One missed review is not what is plaguing this team right now. It is pitching and an offense that I was expected to be just a little bit better than it is currently performing. Now, last night we saw Nolan Aronado. Uh, his nine-game hitting streak was snapped there at Colorado. A little bit surprising because, of course, clearly that's a place he's very comfortable and a place where he's hit really well. But he did still, of course, flash the leather because that's what Nolan Arenado does. And, uh, of course, he'll be back in action tonight. 7.40 is your first pitch time again. On 95.9, the Wolf, and that means pregame coverage is going to start up at 6.45. Miles Michaelis just flat out has to pitch better than he has in his previous two starts. And there's not really anything else you can elaborate uh, on with that. Um, He did at least go six innings in his last outing, but in both of his starts at this point in time, he's given up a boatload of hits, and he's been tagged for five earned. So last time out, it was, of course, against Atlanta, and he got hit hard. Uh, Game one against Toronto only lasted three and a third, and they were not necessarily hard-hit balls. They were just finding holes. But he can't give up five runs tonight (laughs) and expect this Cardinal team to be able to bounce back. Just at some point in time, the starters have to execute better. Again, this team has one quality start in its first ten games. And, of course, looking at the standings right now, the Cardinals. Not only are the Cardinals... At the bottom of the National League central standings. They currently have the worst winning percentage in the entire National League. It is the fourth worst winning percentage right now in all of baseball. And again, with 152 games to play, nobody is hitting the panic button. But goodness gracious, get in the win column somewhere, St. Louis. This is disappointing, to put it mildly. A commercial break is going to end by whining. So we will come back and switch gears in just a moment. But we do need to step aside, and we'll do that. We'll come back, wrap up this noon hour right after this here on the Workday Red Zone.
0: Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network.
7: I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The NFL offseason is in full swing. The quarterback carousel has been completed, and we're just over a month away from the NFL draft. But despite plenty of big-name signings, this offseason hasn't provided much opportunity for teams to improve at receiver. The free agent class was headlined by players like Juju Smith-Schuster, Jacoby Myers, and a banged-up Odell Beckham, Brandon Cooks, Elijah Moore, and Darren Waller. They've all been traded, and this year's wide receiving class isn't as deep as the one in recent memory. But there's still an opportunity for a team to add a Pro Bowl caliber weapon. DeAndre Hopkins has six 1,000-yard seasons. And after the departure of Steve Keim and Cliff Kingsbury and the injury to Kyler Murray, Hopkins is reportedly on the trading block. At age 30, he might be entering the tail end of this career. But in today's NFL and lack of impact players available, the Cardinals receiver could be the team's last chance at securing a difference maker prior to the draft. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. If you're planning to do some spring cleaning, here's my advice. Clean your house and then protect every inch of it with Simply Safe Home Security. Simply Safe is designed with cutting edge technology backed by 24 7 professional monitoring. Customize the perfect system for your home. Takes just a couple of minutes. SimplySafedan.com. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. SimplySafedan.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. You know our partners, TireRack.com. You know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tire decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire... Y'all,
6: even after all the snow and ice, the weather is showing us that spring is coming and we're all about to be able to spend more time outside. Make your time outside better with Mr. T's at Riverside. Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the absolute best prices and the biggest selection, too, with more than 200 beers from around the world available. Come to the Show Me State, just across the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River in Cardwell or Mr. T's Express at Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. T's is open seven days a week and reminds you to drink
8: responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Bye.
0: Witcher Auctions is holding one of their largest auctions ever on their permanent yard in Wynn, Arkansas, Thursday, April 13th. This two-ring auction will be live online in their new auction facility. Enjoy the auction in their climate-controlled auction theater. Preview and test drive equipment on site, then bid from the comfort of their new virtual auction theater. This auction will feature farm and heavy equipment trucks, trailers, tillage, and planting equipment, ATVs, moors, power units, attachments, and so much more. Miscellaneous items like support equipment, shop equipment, building materials, salvage, and more will sell in Ring 2 online only, with lots beginning to close at 6 p.m. Bidding opens on all items Saturday, April 8th, and the live auction will begin at 9 a.m. on Thursday, April 13th. Using their new bidding platform is easy, and join them in person. No buyer's premium for on-site bidders. The auction catalog is updated daily, so check in often at witcherauctions.com or stop by the auction yard at 2408 Highway 64 west of Wynn, Arkansas to preview items. In-person inspection of auction items is welcome and encouraged before bidding. Witcher Auctions, connecting buyers and sellers since 1972.
3: Hey, John G. for George Kell Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a
5: vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Kell Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks
3: helping hardworking folks. George Kell Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC, we are professional grade.
9: Be part of the
0: conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, nine three zero three seven seven six.
1: A short segment here as we are just about to wrap up this noon hour, but uh, we'll come back at 1 and have open phone lines for you to weigh in on the KavanaughCars.com question. What player? Are you most looking forward to seeing in action at Saturday's A State football spring game? Robert on Twitter, big Benton Panthers fan. So of course he throws out the names of Zach Wallace and Walker Davis. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing those guys as well. Zach Wallace, you know, obviously that is that is the the running back transfer there uh for A State and uh he is look you're gonna be able to recognize him immediately. Number twenty one, uh, but uh U T Martin is where he was at. Last season, he he's a big guy. He looks like he's hard to tackle, <laughs> from, uh, from my view. And he's going to be out there uh, carrying the ball early and often Saturday for A-State. I'm intrigued to see Walker Davis as well, because again, Walker Davis is one of those early enrollees uh, there. So this is uh, a guy who probably, again, should be at his junior prom, or excuse me, at his senior prom uh, sometime this week, getting ready for that, and instead... He is going to be trying to hold off an A-State defensive line on Saturday. Uh, Walker Davis, you know, is, there's been several times this spring where he has been the number two center. So clearly, if they are throwing in him into the fire as basically a high school senior, then they have to think the world of his potential. Now, Jacob Bayer is going to be the number one center. Uh, has been for all of spring camp. And he will continue to be this fall, knock on wood. Of course, uh, unless there's a, an injury situation or something like that. But, uh, again, really cool to see one of the in-state guys in Walker Davis getting so many reps. So I'm ready to see I'm ready to see these teams. That's what I need. I need. I got, like, the full A-state roster. I need to see the Team Black and the Team Scarlet roster. I don't know if that's what they'll be called, but, I mean, just why not? Don't overthink it. Also ready to wear my shirt on Saturday that says, I just hope both teams have fun. Because, I mean, why would you not? It's going to be a great day. I don't have a t-shirt that says I support food trucks, or I would absolutely be wearing that on Saturday, but who knows? Maybe I'll just get something from the gear sale. Looking forward to that as well. Again, I mentioned before, because I can't help but brag about it, when A-State did their gear sale uh, several, several years ago, Just kind of digging through the stacks. They had all kinds of jerseys and somebody kind of just threw a Ryan Carrether's jersey (laughs) right in front of me. So I absolutely scooped that up because it was just frantic. People were just like digging through piles and found that number 98. And I absolutely scooped that up. I've got it somewhere in the house. One of these days I need to put up the jerseys in the, you know, in the nice cases and stuff like that. But haven't quite got there yet. Maybe I could put them in, in the studio. The studio could. Studio's mostly okay, but it could also use a little bit of a facelift face in here. Maybe I'll get something else on Saturday to help with the decoration. We'll see. We'll see. Still a lot coming up in the second hour of the program. And that will include a chat with a voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, at one30 So, good times ahead. Hope you keep it right here with us for more on the Workday Red Zone right after this on the Ticket Radio Network.
5: This is Willow's Wall, your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plans and Tire Service. In college baseball, Arkansas State wraps up a four game homestand at the top, welcoming in longtime rivals Murray State. For a 6 o'clock contest this evening, the Red Bulls have beaten the Racers 10 of the last 11, including the last meeting between the two teams two years ago in Jonesboro. First pitch at 6, pregame 545 here on the Ticket Radio Network. In the majors last night, the Cardinals' woes continue as they drop the series opener in Denver to the Colorado Rockies 7-4. to Jordan Walker setting a new franchise rookie record with a hit in his 10th straight game to start his career. Game 2 of the series this evening at 7.40, free game 6.45 on 95.9 The Wolf. And mark your calendars for Saturday. It's A-State Pack Day surrounding the spring football game at 2.15 at Centennial Bank Stadium. Activities begin at 9 with Cornhole Classic, food trucks, and gear sale, and the Kids Zone sponsored by Hijinx. Bringing you the best yellow tires for 60 years. That's Placid Tire Service in Jonesboro, Pocahontas, and Kennett. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Riverside Public Schools reminds you that the school choice deadline is May
3: 1st. Visit RiversideRebels.net to learn more about their one-to-one Chromebook initiative and how you can earn a free associate's degree through the REED program. Raise the bar with
5: Riverside Public Schools. 20 rebites for 40 bucks. Cattle Club directors come back to Paragool this week with a mega truckload meat sale with crazy liquidation prices on steak, chicken, seafood, and pork. Insane! Insane. Buy one, get two free deals. Plus, we're giving away free freezers all week. And as always, 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Get on down to 2310 West King's Highway in Paragould, outside the Quality Inn, where Wednesday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., you can get 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. The first 50 people to the sale each day also get a free case of shrimp. Paragould, Arkansas, don't miss out. Steaks, chicken, seafood, and pork at crazy liquidation prices. Insane. Insane! Buy one, get two free deals, free freezers, and so much more. And as always, 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks. Get on down to 2310 West King's Highway in Paragould. Arkansas next to the Quality in Wednesday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. each day. Free shrimp, free freezers Buy one get you free deals and as always 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks Cash, credit and debit cards accepted Save big and stock up huge this week only with Cattle Club Direct. Crazy insane deals while supplies last
11: Come save at Central Buick GMC in Jonesboro. Now is the time to save at Central where you can get $5,000 off remaining in stock 2023 GMC Sierra Heavy Duties. At Central, we have inventory arriving daily. Lots are loaded with new and pre-owned vehicles. And inventory in stock is available for test drive and immediate delivery today. Don't see what you like? Let the friendly sales associates at Central order it for you. Central Buick GMC on Parker Road in Jonesboro or online at centralbuickgmc.com. Nobody beats a Central deal buy one get one half off store wide right now at gamble home furnishings take your flair for entertaining outside whether you have a petite patio or a big backyard gamble home can make it cozy with outdoor furniture adirondack chairs dining groups fire tables and more spend three thousand dollars on patio and get a free solo stove all hot buys are up to 75 percent off right now at gamble home don't miss the buy one get one half off store wide sale going on now at gamble home furnishings in the Farmville curve and on highland in jonesboro shop local give local with
10: the H-A Red Wolves.
1: This is Sam, and he changed my life. If you're a veteran or know a veteran struggling with post traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury, please go to AmericanHumane.org to learn about the Pups for Patriots Service Dog Program.
4: A message from American Humane. This
0: is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network halftime's over and we're getting back to work hour two of the workday red zone begins now here's Kara Ritchie
1: red zone we've made it an hour through our day here on the ticket we still have an hour to go and a lot to get into this one o'clock hour is going to include a chat with voice of the red wolves matt Stoltz. he'll join us in studio at 1:30. but between now and then a lot of opportunities for you all to get in on the phones at 9 Today's today's capital question what player are you most looking forward to seeing in action at Saturday's A-State football spring game. As mentioned, it is just a full day. A full day of events. But something is going to be going on nationally. That honestly kind of um, skipped my attention, I guess you could say. The portal. Dun, dun, dun. Is going to reopen on the 15th. Now, this news. It's its not news that the portal is going to reopen, right? Like, we've known since the portal closed. That there would be another two-week window. Later on in the year. But for a while. That portal window was slated to open on May 1st. And it was going to be open until May 15th. And at some point in time they changed that to April the 15th. As to when it would open. And I'll be honest. I completely did. I would miss that news. So I'm sharing this news now as much for you guys as, (laughs) as I am for me. Now, not that I think at all that this is going to happen at A-State on Saturday, but I'm waiting for the day in the spring when a guy walks off the field of the spring game for halftime and posts on social media in the middle of the game that he's entering the portal. I don't think we've had a mid-game portal entry yet. Spring game or, you know, game that counts or anything, but let's be honest, it's coming we know we know that it is going to happen uh, and we know that the next couple of weeks are are going to be busy because of course after after all these teams go through their spring games and and after everybody has a little bit of a clearer look at at depth charts we're going to see another mass exodus and it is going to be interesting to see Um, Just what rosters will look like as teams are back in the summer to do, of course, conditioning workout and things like that. And then, of course, once fall gets here, there's there's still several more waves of roster adjustments that we'll see as college football fans before it's all said and done. But we're almost through all the big ones, at least, right? We've been through signing day one. We've been through signing day two. We've been through portal time one, portal window one. And now we're about to be in portal window two. So, once you get all of those out of the way, then it's just going to be about who your team is going to add. Departures should be, you should be about done. Additions could still come, thankfully, because I think there's still a couple of places where a state will need to add. And again, we'll find out more about that uh, coming up on Saturday at the spring game. Who are you most looking for? forward to seeing in action on Saturday. Again, that's the KavanaughCars.com question. In the meantime, we got real live actual competition coming up tonight at the Tom. As mentioned earlier, it is $2 Tuesday. Very excited for that. So uh, $2 general admission ticket will get you into the Tom tonight. And then, most importantly, they have $2 tacos, which is... I mean, come on. Taco Tuesday. Why would you not want to go watch Arkansas State baseball in action as they take on Murray State? First pitch tonight is... At six o'clock, it's going to be right here on the ticket. So that means your pregame coverage is going to start at five forty-five. The big question is: Can A State continue right where they left off from Saturday? Because, of course, uh, you flash back to Saturday, and the game ended on on a walk-off run rule. There, after Arkansas State baseball was able to plate. A whopping 11 runs in the bottom of the eighth. So they didn't even finish that whole inning. They just got to a point on the scoreboard where it was, A-State was leading by 10. And so t- a 10-run advantage on a getaway day. Well, then you're done. So that's what we saw. So can A-State take some of the momentum from Saturday and use it today as they take on Murray State. This has been a series that has been played for a long time. It's been played frequently. As these teams have already met 107 times. Although it's been a couple years since they met. Uh, It was two years ago. Back in March when they last played. That was in Jonesboro. But this has also been a series that's been kind to A-State. They won 10 out of the last 11. Now if you look at this one on paper tonight. It is going to be a little bit of a bullpen game for A-State. Jake Algie, former Brooklyn standout, is going to be on the bump to begin the game. So it will be a pitcher-by-committee type of night for the Red Wolves. When you look at how these teams match up statistically, there are a lot of really similar numbers, uh, particularly on offense. Now, uh, the Racers do go yard a a little bit more frequently than A-State does, so therefore they've got a higher slugging percentage than A-State does. But this is, I mean, come on, this is not anything new. I need... Somewhere, somewhere down the line, <laughs> I need, like, park-adjusted figures for A-State baseball. Uh, which, of course, it's it's really hard to figure out, you know, what would A-State be slugging if they didn't play the Tom. But clearly, that, that dampens your long ball ability. So Murray State has been about, has hit about twice as many home runs as A-State has. Of course, A-State does have the lead in, in doubles. But... Uh, That is uh, kind of the thing that stands out from the offensive standpoint. Runs per game, close. Hits per game, very close. Batting average is close, as is on-base percentage. So statistically on paper, uh, these teams just very, very similar. Now, when you get to the pitching numbers, Murray State has fared a little bit better there. Their earned run average is a couple runs lower. However, it does not look like maybe they're the sharpest fielding team as their fielding percentage is a little bit worse than Arkansas State's. So can A-State pick up a win here and continue the momentum that they got from that eighth inning on Saturday? Now, midweek games, you know—they ultimately now A-State's goal for the back half of the season for these final four, five weeks of play is to do well enough in conference play to be able to to make the conference tournament. And a win or a loss tonight does not impact that either way. Uh, with the exception of the fact that you are going to be going to this weekend, or A-State Baseball is going to be going this weekend to Georgia State, which on paper is is a winnable series because of how the Panthers have fared in conference play. And on paper really needs to be a winnable series because of where these teams are at in the standings. Georgia State is 5-7 and seven right now. A-State is 2-8. and eight. If the season ended right now today, either Georgia State or South Alabama would be in it as the 10 seed. A-State's got several teams that are going to need to leapfrog between now and when this season wraps up on the 20th and when the Sunbelt Conference Tournament begins on May the 23rd. So you start with Georgia State. Again, 5-7 and seven in conference play, 15-17. and 17. And tonight's game does not impact that. But it helps you take, if you're able to go out and be successful tonight, you take some momentum from that Troy game or that, the end of that game and uh, you, you build that into a win tonight. You build that into a series win at Georgia State. You play a competitive game next week against Ole Miss and then you got ULN. Which is also a series that A-State is going to need to win. So this is the time when A-State baseball really has to start stringing together. Some victories. So tonight would be a good night for it again. 5.45 is when first pitch. Or excuse me, when pregame coverage will begin. 6 o'clock is when first pitch is slated for. And hopefully tomorrow we can come back. And recap a winner. i tell you what. Let's go ahead and take a uh, squeeze in a quick break. Come back. We'll switch subjects a little bit. We got some NBA playoffs that start tonight. It's actually the play-in tournament. So, uh, not a game necessarily that a lot of people will be focused on in terms of uh, overall team rooting interest with Lakers and T-Wolves tonight. But, if you're a Grizzlies fan, you got to watch this one because your team is is going to play one of these teams. And, of course, Austin Reeves is playing as well. So you do have a little bit of a local rooting interest. But uh, we'll touch more on that when we return. We need to step aside for a quick break. We'll be back right after this on The Ticket.
0: Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network.
3: Mosquito season is here. I'm Matt stolton Let me tell you how Mosquito Joe is helping me take back my outdoors this spring and summer. Mosquito Joe's treatment kills mosquitoes on contact. It's effective for up to two weeks. It's pet and yard friendly, and the first spray is only $49.99. Call 870-340-2626. That's 870-340-2626. Or go to MosquitoJoe.com for more information. Make sure you can enjoy your yard and your outdoors this summer by calling Mosquito Joe. This is your outdoors and your yard, not the mosquitoes. Make outdoors fun again and don't be held captive in your own home. Call Mosquito Joe at 870-340-2626. Again, the first spray is $49.99 and at Mosquito Joe, satisfaction is guaranteed.
0: Arkansas, Thursday, April 13th. This two-ring auction will be live online in their new auction facility. Enjoy the auction in their climate-controlled auction theater. Preview and test drive equipment on-site, then bid from the comfort of their new virtual auction theater. This auction will feature farm and heavy equipment, trucks, trailers, tillage, and planting equipment, ATVs, moors, power units, attachments, and so much more. Miscellaneous items like support equipment, shop equipment, building materials, salvage, and more will sell in Ring 2 online only, with lots beginning to close at 6 p.m. Bidding opens on all items, Saturday, April 8th, and the live auction will begin at 9 a.m. on Thursday, April 13th. Using their new bidding platform is easy and join them in person. No buyers' premium for on site bidders. The auction catalog is updated daily, so check in often at WitcherAuctions.com or stop by the auction yard at 2408 Highway 64 West of Wynn, Arkansas to preview items. In person inspection of auction items is welcome and encouraged before bidding. Witcher Auctions, connecting buyers and sellers since 1972.
6: All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife's new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday and I gotta be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start.
12: I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from.
6: I mean, that's great but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they have
12: wired and non-wired bras. Bras with extended cup and band sizes and hard to find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love like Notori, Evelyn and Bobby and Curvy Couture. So
6: I'm guessing she would love Honey Hush.
12: Honey Hush not only carries bras loungewear. But they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings.
6: Okay, so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush.
12: Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush.
1: Hi there. This is Tara and Henry Ford here from Harris Ford. You know, things have changed in the auto retail business. Here at Harris Ford, we are doing our best to make those changes for the better. Come and experience a better way to buy your next ride. At Harris Ford, we add to our inventory daily to make sure you have the selection you want. See our catalog of vehicles at harris-ford.com. Or, even better, come give one a test drive. President's Award Service is what we offer at Harris Ford. Exit 85 off 67 in Newport.
3: Visiting with Chris Woodard, up. The Impact Club, a new collective for A-State athletics. This is not
2: just SEC, Big Ten, Big 12. This is everyone. Guys, the Sunbelt is a legitimately good conference across the board, all sports. It's a legitimate conference with collectives. This was a necessity, and this was not an option, and it's not an option to just halfway do it.
7: It's the second and none podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast.
0: On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone.
1: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. About 15 minutes out from a conversation with the voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. We're talking about baseball with Stoltz and who knows what else we will get into. When he joins us in studio, in the meantime today, uh, what player are you most looking forward to seeing in action? It's Saturday's A-State football spring game. That's a KavanaughCars.com question. No, you're shocked, but that's brought to you by Uh That is a one-stop shop. For those of you that are looking for a new or a new-to-you vehicle, and we call it a one-stop shop because not only... Uh, do you have all of the vehicles in the Kavanaugh inventory that are listed online for you to go through and, and search, whether you know exactly what you want or whether you just need to search by body style or price or anything like that, uh, you can go through and, and make that search pretty easily. But then in addition to that, you can go ahead and uh, get your financing in line. You can get pre-approved. You can calculate uh, what your payment would be after you find out what your trade-in is going to be worth. It's also got information about specials, locations, just really anything you need to know about buying a vehicle from Kavanaugh can be found on KavanaughCars.com. Of course, looking forward to to Saturday's game. Looking forward to seeing A-State basketball in action as well, although that's going to be forever away, uh, no doubt about it. But uh, there was some official news today from A-State men's basketball as they announced the addition of transfer Laquille Hardnett to the roster now, of course, Hartnett committed over the weekend. We talked about him just a little bit yesterday. He is a graduate transfer from Buffalo, so he's going to have one year of eligibility remaining. Uh, he actually started his career in Cincinnati. Uh, he played his true freshman season there. Excuse me, he redshirted his true freshman season there. And then since then, he's spent the last three seasons with the Bulls. He clocks in at six foot eight, and he's averaged almost 6 points. 5 rebounds and an assist uh, in his 110 career games played. He started 36 of those games. Last season, he started 18 of 31 games for the Bulls and shot almost 50% from the field. And actually shot 34% from beyond the arc as well. So he is one of those big guys that can step back and shoot. So you can find all of the information there about Hardenet on the official release from AstateRedWolves.com. Of course, it includes a quote from head coach Brian Hodson, who, by the way, A-State basketball social media lets us know that it is his birthday. So I guess that's a pretty, uh, pretty good birthday present when you get to officially announce uh, one of the guys you went out and got a commitment from from over the weekend. Uh, DeAndre Dominguez was the other commitment from over the weekend. As uh, he committed from UMass, so we'll look forward to news on him as well. And of course, there's still a lot of spots on this roster that are going to need to be filled. So there will be a lot more of this news in the off season. Now, I know there's been questions, maybe not from you guys, but definitely from me on, on who still remains on this roster from last year. And we've seen some players comment publicly. So, for example, you know, Avery Feltz was the first guy we we saw comment publicly. Now, Feltz never entered the portal, but he did make a comment on social media about touching base with Coach Hodson and and his first impression and things like that. Uh, We saw Caleb Fields, Terrence Ford Jr., and Isaiah Nelson all enter the portal, but then also post on social media that they would be taking their names out of the portal. So those guys are all back as well. Uh, several other players made public announcements on social media that they would be departing. Uh, we've also seen sites like Verbal Commits uh, state that certain players had entered the transfer portal. But I know one guy that I continue to look for news on that I just didn't see anything about was Malcolm Farrington. Of course, Farrington was, was really hampered last year. Had a couple different stretches where he was sidelined with injury. At one point in time, it was his back. That was early in the season in non-conference play. He got to the end of the season. And uh, right about the time, it seemed like he was playing well, and he tweaked an Achilles. And, of course, that's not something you want to mess with. So he was sidelined for the, for the last, I don't know how many games of the season, quite a while. So, unfortunately, we didn't really get to see Farrington contribute much last year. But uh, with, with no news publicly reported on him and been kind of wondering what was going on, I can tell you, you know, if you kept a close eye yesterday on that video that A-State Athletics tweeted out, uh, regarding, you know, going to unload the the truck, the the supply relief truck there in win. If you peek closely at that video, you can see Malcolm Farrington. So, clearly right now, this moment, he is still a student-athlete at, at Arkansas State. So, that clears up the picture there a little bit in terms of the men's basketball roster. Looking at uh, Pro Hoop Talk, again, not one, but two games on tap tonight in terms of the play-in game. So, again, how this play-in tournament unfolds. The team is matching up tonight, you're you're playing for the right to win or the right to be the seven seed. If you win tonight, you are the seven seed, and then you will face the two seed in your respective bracket, Eastern or, or Western conference. If you lose tonight, then you have to wait to see who wins out of the nine-ten matchup. So Whoever loses out of the nine ten, they're done. They don't they don't get to advance. And then, the loser of tonight's game, the winner of the nine ten matchup will play for the right to be the eight seed. I usually have to go through that with a sheet of paper in front of me, telling me exactly <laughs> how that matchup works. And I was just kind of winging it. I think I'm right, but uh, that play in tournament uh, it adds a new degree of excitement, definitely, but a little bit of uncertainty as well, because of course the Grizzlies. I'd sit around and wait and see who their opponent will be. Although, again, they'll find out tonight. It will either be the L.A. Lakers or the Minnesota Timberwolves. And, you know, we went over a, a little bit yesterday just how these teams finished at the end of the season and which team you would possibly rather see if you're a Grizzlies fan. And I continue to maintain that I personally would rather see the Grizzlies take on the Timberwolves because that is a team who ended with their season in a little bit of disarray. Uh, Rudy Gobert is not going to be playing tonight because during the timeout on Sunday in a game that the T Wolves won, by the way, he threw a punch at teammate Kyle Anderson. Now, I guess at least on the positive side of that, he wasn't, I mean, I don't know. He kind of hit him in the chest, I think. I guess he wasn't going for the. I don't know. I don't know. It was a big mess. And then, of course, they also had a forward uh, that had a meltdown in the locker room, punched him all and broke his hand. So, T-Worlds are are going to be a little bit uh, short-staffed tonight. Facing a Lakers team who surged down the stretch and won eight out of their last ten. So, signs on paper, which is irrelevant, point to the Lakers being able to come out on top tonight. Tips off at 9 o'clock, by the way, on TNT. Zach's with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you?
13: Good. What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. So Rudy Gilbert is out indefinitely for this uh, playing game?
1: I don't think – he's not necessarily out indefinitely. I'm pretty sure it's just a one-game suspension. So will not play tonight. And if they lose, he will be back to play in the the next play-in game.
13: What I meant was he is out indefinitely for this playoff game.
1: Yes? I mean, there's no indefinite. He's out tonight, period.
13: So definitely then? Yes.
1: Okay. Yes. Not
13: indefinitely, definitely. Yes. What's the difference there? I'm just curious. Indefinitely, indefinitely, it's indefinitely, not sure. Indefinitely, positive, like,
1: right. a done deal. Right. But, if somebody is out, uh, if somebody's out indefinitely, then maybe they have an injury that has to continually be reevaluated, and so you don't know. If somebody is I out, yeah, he's he's definitely out tonight. It's definitely a one-game suspension. So it's we we know we know what that suspension looks like. What's the, now?
13: He's probably the third best player. Right. They got the cat, and then they got Anthony Edwards, and Go Bears probably their third best. Player correct? Would you say?
1: I'm gonna take your word for it on that. I've watched about zero minutes of the Timberwolves this year.
13: I I watched even less than you, but I'm just assuming. But uh anyways. Uh and this, this punch, what was it, landed? Was it uh, to the chest? I think so. You know, if I'm if I'm Minnesota, I don't I don't uh make him sit out. I I, I give him a big stiff fine because the punch didn't break any bones. It probably wounded the guys and pride more than anything. You know, uh, I I, I uh, maybe spin in for next season for the you know for the regular season. You know, you're, you're trying to. I know I'm making a bad message, but he didn't he didn't cause any bad damage. Didn't bust an eye socket, break a nose, break a jaw. Uh, you know, it was a it was a very bad move. But uh, I mean, what do y'all what do y'all think? I mean, you're, you're trying to get in the playoffs here, and uh, I mean, make him run bleachers. You know, give him a big a big big fine. You know, hit him hit him where it hurts his wallet. And maybe get him for the next season. What do y'all? What
1: do y'all think? I I mean I kind of lean towards your suspension uh, template, I guess you could say, for the yeah. fact of of why the punch was thrown. Now I'm not trying to make an excuse for for violence or for striking a teammate. That's unacceptable. Period. But right. apparently, you know, Rudy Gobert had been playing through an injury, and Kyle Anderson was was repeatedly calling him a profanity. <laughs> And so, oh, no. I mean, that's that's not cool. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's the story I heard, unless that was the other fight from NBA Fight Club on Sunday, and I'm getting them confused. Right.
13: And then punching a wall. Another player punched a wall.
1: He punched something. He broke his hand. There's
13: a lot of touching going on by, right there with the T-Lips organization. Huh?
1: They clearly need better stress coping mechanisms in that organization. Been better
13: off punching a teammate's chest in the wall At least he wouldn't have hurt himself, you know. But, uh, wow, I don't know. I mean, t wolves you know, like I said, they had, you know, this could have been a really good, it still may be a good series, I don't know, a good game, rather, with the Cat and Anthony Edwards because Edwards, Edwards had a good year, didn't he? he had, like, what, 24 points on the year? Again, Anthony
1: Edwards? again zero minutes of Timberwolves watching. So <laughs> I got you. I'm,
13: I'm sorry, I've. I, I forget. My bad. Anyways, uh, well, I get off here, and uh, y'all have a great
1: day. Hey, you too. Thanks, Zach. Again, nine o'clock is when that one tips off tonight. Looking forward to seeing Austin Reeves in action. By the way, so he started the last ten games of the season for for the Lakers. They went eight and two in that stretch, and you know clearly this was the smart move. Had clearly them making it to the playoffs. Nothing to do with with you know LeBron getting back or AD getting healthy. It was it was. Austin Reeves, 18 points per game, right? Six assists per game? Hey, look, I'm being a little silly because those big guys did have a lot to do with it, but uh, Reeves has really thrived since being in the starting lineup, and I'm looking forward to watching him shine in the playoffs as well. Let's step aside. When we come back, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz will be with us in studio. Keep it here with us on The Ticket.
0: When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All
9: right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie
0: on the Workday Red Zone
6: Spring has sprung, and Local Tire & Wheel is celebrating with our Super Spring Savings events, where the entire month of April, we're knocking $150 off any set of tires. It's $150 in Super Spring Savings, all month long at Local Tire & Wheel, where we're changing the way you buy your tires. With easy payment plans to fit every budget, no credit check, and everyone approved. Local Tire & Wheel realizes that most of us don't budget for tires, but when we need them, we need them. So get the tires you need today, with easy payment options and six months, same as cash why spend all that cash today when we'll give you six months to pay? Local Tire & Wheel now offers referral cash back. When current customers refer new customers to us, we'll give you $50 in referral cash on the spot. Plus, we salute all members of our military with 25% off every day. Local Tire & Wheel is taking $150 off any set of tires during our Super Spring Savings Events. Local Tire & Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. Localtireandwheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire & Wheel Jonesboro.
9: Hi,
8: this is Jordan Kohler, owner of Roof Raiders. One of the best parts of my job is hearing from our customers.
5: I'm Lori Cartwright. My roof was damaged in a hailstorm and I needed help fast. I called Roof Raiders because many of my friends had used them with great results and they came through for me as well. They showed up on time and had my roof and shed done in less than a day. I highly recommend Roof Raiders to get the job done well and fast.
3: Locally owned with fast, reliable service. We're ready to serve your family best. Visit RoofRaiders.com Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our
6: Heads. and when it needs to be repaired go with the locally owned five-star rated and award-winning professionals that cover northeast arkansas i'm talking roofing Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com.
5: Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click Careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click Careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity
3: employer.
2: At Farmers & Merchants Bank, we've been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Whether you're in the market for an equipment loan, real estate financing, or funds to support operating expenses, our agro Lending experts can help. We work with farmers daily to find the best financing products and competitive rates. Our long standing relationships and knowledge of the ag industry ensure we can offer the most personalized service available. At Farmers Merchants Bank, growing your business is truly our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com, member FDIC, and Equal
3: Housing Lender. Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative, has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced, hassle-free staff at Nebo. With a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget, check out the inventory and apply for credit online at neboauto.com. And go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just South of the bypass. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. Giving you 110% and
0: taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie.
1: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Alex still with you here in the ticket studio. Join now by voice of the red wolves so mad Hello. How hold on you? hold on let's try that again do we have a button stuck
3: check check one two
1: how many times do you think you've said the word check in your lifetime uh,
3: probably it, it's up there with uh, some of my more popular words <laughs>
1: right. a million anytime
3: i set up for a broadcast <laughs> that's the first thing i say into a mic
1: Anytime check you, check. Not only your broadcast, you still help me set up some of my broadcast when I'm on location and so you take care of that for me as well, which is awesome.
3: Mhm. And I say check.
1: You do multiple times. <laughs>
3: I'm glad. We did. I don't know why I can't just say it once, but everybody, I guess that's the uh industry protocol that you have to say it multiple times and then you've got to add the check one two and for the sake of uh, being thorough, you you then say check one two three.
1: This is you guys are really looking at the secret sauce here, or hearing about the secret <laughs> sauce here. How radi- this is how broadcasting one hundred and one <laughs> fascinating.
3: You know, and when we get to a a place on the road and we're doing the mic check with our sideline equipment, we mm-hmm. we want to make sure everything's everything <laughs> is working correctly. So we get there a couple hours before the game, and, you know, in the past it was Brad, and, you know, this past year, J.C., he'd walk the entire field, Mm -hmm. and I'd tell him, just keep counting, keep talking to me the entire way, so... We we try to be extremely thorough with those mic checks.
1: You guys don't ever want to change it up? Like instead of just counting, do like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air th- theme song or, you know, J.C. writes music. You don't ask him to recite lyrics or anything like that? We
3: could do that. We could do that. We usually have uh, some, some good conversations. Some of the best stuff was when Bobo would be on the field checking his mic at the same time the band was rehearsing. And he would interview random band members okay. as part of our entertainment. We started recording that back at the station, too.
1: I was about to say, I'm a little bit <laughs> aggravated that at no point in time have we heard a sousaphone <laughs> breakdown in the pregame.
3: That was uh, that was some of our, our best pregame stuff. Stuff that was never actually on air, but... Yeah. But they were great interviews.
1: We were going to talk about baseball and the spring game in this segment, but that's out the window. So I need to know, like, the best band <laughs> nugget you ever learned from one of these pregame interviews.
3: I don't know, and, and I'll tell you that the the best part of it is, Bobo would go straight up to these people and just start interviewing them. <laughs> there was there was never there was never any conversation before. You know, what instrument do you play? Mm -hmm. How long have you been playing it? Where are you from? You know, and and we would usually get some pretty good content out of that. But, you know, nobody I I guess people will get nervous for an interview when they have time to think about it. But when somebody comes up and just sticks a mic in your face, I guess you don't have time to be nervous at that point.
1: It's just instant reaction. Mm hmm. Did you have a couple of? Uh, did you have one or two newbies last night at Live with the Red Wolves?
3: Well, I had uh, I had one newbie. You know, Ethan Hassler is going into his third season with us, and uh, he did a great job last night on the show, and uh, everybody did. But uh, our, our newbie, if you will, was Jacob Bayer, yeah. our new center, and uh, had a really fun and entertaining visit with him. I think. Uh, it's uh, it, it's not hard to like that guy right away. He, you could tell his teammates really enjoy being around him. And uh, his ovation was as loud as anybody's last night when we introduced him uh, out at Lost Pizza. But he did a great job, and he is a wonderful mullet. And, uh, you know, it, it was uh, Jackson Daly who actually turned in a question last night. And Jackson said, how do you keep your mullet so beautiful? And Jacob, without hesitation, we, we need to find the clip without hesitation said, well, when you're this beautiful to begin with, it's easy to keep the mullet looking that good, but you could tell they have a really good rapport. And I'll tell you this. One thing I really liked was the fact that, that you're seeing the personalities of some of these guys and, and A lot of the offensive line was there to support Jacob Mm -hmm. last night. So you got Jacob sporting the mullet. Right. Mackay Butler, I had a chance to talk with him last night. He's gone blind. Yes. He's got a little bit of a Dennis Rodman thing going right now with the blonde hair. And then uh, Noah Smith was there, and he's got the man bun going. So we've got all kinds of different looks on our offensive line.
1: When... Jacob was talking about his mullet. You didn't throw out any of the mullet hair care tips that we learned from Silas Kelly, did you?
3: No, no. We, we did learn some good ones from him. Of course, you know, T.W. Ayers had this is that great mullet as well.
1: The mean mullet. That is a proper noun, by the way. It was not just dumb mullet. It was the mean mullet.
3: The mean mullet. Okay.
1: Those words are capitalized.
3: <laughs> I guess I forgot the title of, of that, but. Yes, it was the mean mullet,
1: uh, and he wore it well. <laughs> um, I, it sounded like, you know, based on uh, what I could hear in in the background, the applause and everything, that it was a good good crowd. It oh, fantastic crowd!
3: Game. Yeah, and yeah, I'm glad we did it, Coach Jones. Uh, you know, even uh, as soon as we got off the air, he said, "Man, I'm really glad we did this." Mm-hmm. He, he was uh, he was excited to be out there. I think our crowd out there was was fantastic, and uh, hopefully, uh, a bunch of. Uh, people were able to tune in and just kind of uh, get a feel on what was going on. We also had Jeff Purinton out sure. there. Uh he talked about you know going down to Win yesterday and and uh all the student athletes that that were able to make that trip as well and coaching uh, coaching staff from various uh uh different programs. They went down to Win and helped deliver those those goods down uh, there that we had been collecting last weekend. So uh that was neat. Uh obviously uh, just kind of talking football gets yeah. uh, get you ready for the spring game as well. But uh, really enjoyed talking with Coach Jones, with Jacob Bear, Ethan Hassler. Um, it, uh, it it was a neat event, and of course, uh, going to be a really fun day coming up on Saturday.
1: Now you're going to be on the call in Atlanta, and we'll we'll talk I about will. that Georgia State series coming up here in just a moment. But I do want to ask you our com question today. If 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 you were able to attend, what player? would you be most looking forward to seeing in action on Saturday?
3: Well, I think I'm like a lot of the fans just because we have two young quarterbacks that are getting a lot of reps right now in spring practice. I think I'm interested in in seeing how both of those quarterbacks do. And, you know, with Jackson Daly, who, of course, has been around uh, the last year now and was able to get some actual game reps uh, towards the end of last season, He's a guy that uh, is such a leader. And you could tell just being around him last year even and and uh, last night out at Lost Pizza, I mean, his teammates really, really like him, really respond to him well. And uh, he's that kind of leader that you want both on and off the field. And uh, I can't wait to see his progression from this past offseason. And then – um you know, Jalen Rayner, just watching him in practice so far, he's he's fun to watch. And a true freshman uh, that obviously graduated early, is already on campus going through spring practice. You uh, look at what he did in high school, uh, he is a true dual-threat guy, and uh, – pretty prolific numbers in high school both through the air and on the ground and uh, you see that you you see that athleticism you see his arm strength uh, just out there uh in in spring workouts and i can't wait to see him in a in a game type scenario
1: so the quarterbacks of course before we get to that on on saturday we got some baseball coming up tonight at the tom what do we need to know about the murray State racers
3: well you know i, I think one thing we need to remember, and I had to remember this as well, you know, they've, they've moved from the Ohio Valley to the Missouri Valley now. And, uh, you know, Murray state's a team that, that we don't play every year, but, but I like it when they're on the schedule. Um, you know, we don't go to their place this season, but they're, uh, I think they're a good opponent in the midweek. Uh, they're sitting at 16 and 16 right now. Uh, they're around 500 in the Missouri Valley as well. But, uh, you know, uh, we need to play and and more than anything, try to take a little bit of momentum into a big series this weekend against Georgia State. And, you know, I, I know it was a crazy finish in that game Saturday. It was important to get a win in that uh, finale against Troy. And uh, now it's time to start winning some series because you're, you're sitting here, you know, four weekends into the conference play now. You've got six to go and have to find a way to win some series and start passing some teams uh, you know, because you need to be in that top yeah. 10 in a 14-team league now to punch your ticket to the conference tournament next month.
1: Flashing back to, you know, the weekend and mm-hmm. Saturday and that 11-run inning, I mean, were you on the call? I guess it was. it was several years ago when A-State put up 12 in an inning against – app state and kind of what goes through your head as a broadcaster <laughs> when you're seeing that unfold
3: well yeah when something like that happens i mean that's and now i think the app state was in the first inning of yeah. the game uh, so you definitely don't see that very often but yeah i i uh, you know i'm glad that that we were able to put an inning like that together uh they don't happen very often but the offense needed something to, to kind of break out a little bit. And, hey, maybe that's something that, that gives them a, a little bit of confidence uh, going into this week, that they need some confidence. And, and especially, and I hate to bring this part up, but it, it was important to get some confidence because it was so frustrating the night before on Friday. You know, we lose 8-1, to one, but it wasn't for a lack of opportunities uh, we had multiple runners on base almost every single inning in that game. In a game in which you score one run, but we were one for seventeen with runners in scoring wow. position on that night. And you know <laughs> that, that that's as frustrating of a loss yeah. I, I think yeah. as we've had this year, just because of because of all the opportunities we had and we were, just weren't able to take advantage. So to then get those opportunities again the very next day and then be able to cash them in uh, time after time, I think, uh, is is a very positive step.
1: Yeah, and it was a little bit of everything. It was about taking advantage of Troy mistakes, of which there were several, but then also being able to pick up some clutch hits later yeah. on in that inning that, that kind of put that game away. So uh, that was definitely a fun one Fun one at the Tom. I kind of wanted to go through and see what A-State batted with scoring uh, with runners in scoring position the next night and it was it was quite a bit better but yeah big game tonight uh, six o'clock is uh first pitch against murray state right here on the ticket 545 mm-hmm. at your pre-game time uh what else is on my list ask you, oh the podcast this week yeah who you speak with
3: uh spoke with chris woodard okay uh, your friend and mine yeah. just a fantastic person who loves arkansas state university his family loves arkansas state dearly and uh, we talked about his family's history uh, with the school and and how you know the him and his brother Jared have been you know A-State fans <laughs> as long as they can remember and you know, they both attended here they both were student athletes here on the golf team and they're still supporting the university in a very big way and in Chris's case you know he's on uh, the board for the Impact Club yeah. now and uh just just really good conversation if you're wanting to find out more about the impact club some of the th- some of the things they're doing not only for the student athletes but charity wise as well there, there's a lot of different ways the Imp- impact club is helping out and uh anyway i think chris answers a lot of the, uh, of the questions that i think our fans will have during the course of this podcast and uh you know, ha- had a really good visit with him. So I encourage everybody to check it out.
1: Available wherever you get your podcast. Correct. Any love for your guy, Andrew Heaney, before you get out of here?
3: Yeah, how about that? Ten straight strikeouts last night? Yeah. Or, excuse me, nine straight. He struck out ten in the yeah. game. But the nine tied an American League record. Yeah. Rangers 6-4, first place. Just got to hold on these final 152 games.
1: There you go. Glad somebody has some positive baseball talk to <laughs> in this studio there has, it's been in short supply <laughs> as of late
3: well you also have to remember we're only 10 games in so you and the rest of your
1: burn the whole team down Fan base I'm done <laughs> done with it
3: <laughs> i'm used to hearing that from you but usually not until like late april
1: uh, yeah i mean I'm i'm just i'm about two weeks ahead of schedule maybe three <laughs> We'll figure it out. Thanks for hanging out with us. Absolutely. Hey, we got to take one more break. We'll come back and wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this on The Ticket.
0: The only sports host around
9: that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara
3: Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Riverside Public Schools remind you that the school choice deadline is May 1st. Visit RiversideRebels.net to learn more about their one-to-one Chromebook initiative and how you can earn a free associate's degree through the REIT
5: program. Raise the bar with Riverside Public Schools. Twenty ribeyes for forty bucks. Cattle Club directors come back to Paragould this week with a mega truckload meat sale with crazy liquidation prices on steak, chicken, seafood, and pork. Insane! Insane. Buy one get two free deals. Plus, we're, we're giving away free freezers all week. And as always, twenty ribeyes for forty bucks. Get on out on the 2310 West Kings Highway in Paragold, outside the Quality Inn, where Wednesday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. you can get twenty ribeyes for forty bucks. The first fifty people to the sale each day also get a free case of shrimp. Paragould, Arkansas. Don't miss out. Steaks, chicken, seafood, and pork crazy liquidation prices insane, insane. buy one get two free deals free freezers and so much more as always 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks get on down to 2310 west king's highway in Paragould, arkansas next to the quality Inn, wednesday through saturday from 9 a.m to 7 p.m each day free shrimp free freezers buy one get two free deals and as always 20 ribeyes for 40 bucks cash credit and debit cards accepted say big and stock up huge this week only with cattle club direct crazy insane deals while supplies last
11: come save at central buick gmc in Jonesboro. now is the time to save at central where you can get five thousand dollars off remaining in stock 2023 gmc sierra heavy duties at central we have inventory arriving daily lots are loaded with new and pre-owned vehicles and inventory in stock is available for test drive and immediate delivery today don't see what you like let the friendly sales associates at central order it for you central buick gmc on parker road in Jonesboro, or online at centralbuickgmc.com nobody beats a central deal First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is committed to serving their banking customers as well as the communities where they live. And that's why we've invested in a new local call center located in our main office that not only provides FNBEA customers with access to real-time support for their banking needs, but also creates opportunities for more East Arkansas to come work with the region's largest independently owned bank. As your hometown bank for 135 years, we're offering convenience and commitment to all our many loyal customers. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member from
4: Tune in this Wednesday on the Ticket Radio Network for a fourth of seven high school games of the week as Nettleton takes on Riverside in softball. Pre-game coverage starts up at 420 with first pitch at 430. High school coverage on the EAB Sports Network is presented by First National Bank, NEA Baptist, Domino's Pizza, and Jonesboro Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. It's the Nettleton Raiders and the Riverside Rebels in high school softball action this Wednesday at 420 on the Ticket Radio Network.
8: Welcome to the fastest growing place in the world. Population 115 million and getting bigger by the day. Easy to get to and almost impossible to leave. This is a place where you can eat like a king for as little as a dollar. Pizza counts as a vegetable and the food is simply to die for. Don't believe us? Just ask the friends and family of the 300,000 who did last year. Here, we've got the whole world in the palm of our hand where folks spend an average of five hours a day on their mobile devices. You can even order fast food delivery through your video game console any time of day. And when it comes to nightlife, watch out, because there's a new city that never sleeps. With 24-hour fast food drive-thrus and folks working round the clock, it's no wonder one in three people here can't sleep. This is a place we'd tell you to come and visit, if you didn't already live here. Welcome to the state of America. Welcome. To Obesity USA. To learn more, go to visitobesity.org. That's visit O B E C I T Y.org. Brought to you by the Pennington Biomedical Research Foundation.
12: The Department of Veterans Affairs is so innovative, it not only improves the lives of veterans, it transforms the lives of healthcare professionals who serve them with access to the latest technologies and remarkable benefits. Transform your future at VA careers.va.gov.
0: You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone.
1: Hey, I'm Stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. pair and Alex with you for just a couple more minutes. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call. you got to talk fast. You still have time to weigh in. On the KavanaughCars.com question, what player are you most looking forward to seeing in action? Coming up on uh, Saturday's spring game. Again, 9303776. Just glancing around at some additional headlines before we get out of here. Uh, This is a bit of a slow news day. As we're scanning around some headlines. Interesting. Hey, uh, a note from the NHL world. Which, I'll be honest, I've said before, um, I'm a big-time fair-weather hockey fan. So, unless the Blues are good, I am probably not paying attention uh, to much going on in the NHL world. But this did catch catch my attention. A couple days ago, the Bruins set a new NHL record with their 63rd win on Sunday. So, they now have a claim. To the title of best regular season in NHL history. However, it's a little bit of a uh, mixed blessing here. Because in all four major sports, the teams that hold the regular season wins record all lost in the playoffs. There's never been a team that has you know set the high watermark for wins that has then gone on and win a title. So, for example, in Major League Baseball, there are two teams that have gone out and won 116 regular season games. The 1906 Cubs, who turned around and lost the World Series, and the 2001 Mariners, who significantly over, uh, underachieved in the playoffs and didn't even make it that far as they lost in the ALCS. In the NFL, of course, it was the 2007 Patriots that had 16 wins and they lost in the Super Bowl. In the NBA, it was not that long ago that the Golden State Warriors won 73 games in the NBA regular season, but they also could not get it done and lost in the NBA Finals. The two teams in the NHL that the Bruins topped uh, that held the previous record, the 62-win Red Wings and the 62-win Lightning, yeah, they both lost in the playoffs too. So a little bit of a jinx, a little bit of a curse. Going on here with significant regular season success, we'll see if the Brewers can buck that trend. I, kinda, I don't know if that necessarily surprised me. It's something I've, that you remember these stories when they happen, right? Like everybody remembers the Warriors had that incredible regular season, but then couldn't quite get it done and, and win the trophy. And, then of course, everybody remembers the undefeated year for the Patriots, but then, of course, they can. I guess I didn't realize that, that everybody across all the major American sports leagues had had that kind of lack of success, even though they had incredible regular seasons. So interesting. I thought it was interesting. Uh, as we look ahead to tomorrow, I imagine that Keith Merritt will be with us for hour one. We'll see what else is in store. Do want to remind you, uh, programming though, so we'll be a little bit of an abbreviated week here on the workday red zone we're not going to be with you friday of course we'll be with you thursday uh, to help you get ready for a busy sports weekend and then we'll return on monday to recap all of it but uh, i'll be honest with you i haven't taken a day off yet this year i feel like i feel like i'm due right just have a a quick little quick little break why not look
2: you're you're uh, a third of the way through the year so heck yeah
1: Sometimes more than a day. <laughs> Let me pat myself on the back Good. for just showing up to work. <laughs> yeah,
2: for, for four months, that, that's an accomplishment. Yeah.
1: yeah. I work so hard. This job is so demanding. <laughs> Maybe not. Alex, thank you for your help today.
2: You got it. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: <laughs> uh, that's a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone, which is great because my voice is cracking like a... 12 year old boy uh that's a wrap on today's workday red zone hope you guys keep it right here is the dan patrick show is on the way next and it'll be followed by the drive coming up at three o'clock have it here in the morning for the front row with budrow at 7 a.m rwrc radio comes your way at 10 in the workday red zone we will return tomorrow at noon so for alex i'm kara thanks so much for hanging out with us can't wait to talk to you then have a great great afternoon
9: Need fresh blood.